Cause I know what it means to you We are recording. Look at that. We're doing a little bit different this time, though. Yeah. Because my uh, my family's got the grossitis. They brought home some disease to my house. I didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> and how are you feeling? Oh, the vid is something, I tell you. Um, as long as the Advil is, is working, I'm good. Once yeah. it wears off, though, that feels like I got run over by a truck. That's what it feels like. And um, when I had it, it took me a couple weeks to get feeling normal again. Really? Yeah. yeah. I'm not looking forward to that then because it just sucks. <laughs> it yes, just feels it does. like you're drained all the time. You just don't have the energy to do much. Yeah. Anything. So, yeah. 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 Um, what's so crazy? The kids bounce back immediately. Like they had no residual anything. Yeah. Um, bounce back real quick. Jen's having a hard time with it. And then, um, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm struggling. I'm struggling yeah. with it a little bit, uh, but still, that's the great thing about being a parent. You don't get sick days as a parent yep. <laughs> at all, so you still got to do all those duties, and then uh, you can't really take sick time when you work from home. <laughs> right. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. <laughs> I, I, got, I got two weeks off, so yeah. <laughs> hey, Excuse me. We, we had COVID time. They let me take it, and it saved me a week mm-hmm. of vacation. Yeah, and see, so I'm, I might bring that up just because I'm like, I'm not performing like I normally would. I'm not getting through stuff as fast as I would like, so. Yeah, so since mine was around Christmas time, I had a week taken off. Yeah. And because of the way our COVID leave worked, my mm-hmm. boss is like, uh, pull your vacation time out and you will just use COVID time the whole time. I'm like, okay. Oh, wow. Well, that works. There you go. Well, that works too, yeah. So, yeah, no, we and we, we tried to figure out how to... Uh, find the point of origin you know the, yeah. how, how it came into the house that's the problem it can come and, from uh, almost anywhere at this point and that's the crazy thing we just can't we just can't figure it out we just have no clue where it came from and we, we went an entire what this thing started a year ago march yeah correct almost a year and a half so yeah. a year and a half we've been able to escape this nonsense and then it, it hit uh Hit my middle child first, and then it all rolled downhill from there. And I was the last one to get it. Yeah. I was able to outlast them all for a bit. But when you uh, have a three-bedroom, one-bathroom home, yeah, it's just you can't avoid it. Yeah. <laughs> you just can't. You can't really quarantine very well. Right. I, mean, I, I slept in the basement and I stayed away as much as I could. But you all got to use the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> and even though we like we sprayed it down the bathroom every time, just had this bottle of um disinfectant basically, and try to do it that way. Yeah, it didn't matter. <laughs> so I went into a. Uh, into urgent care the other day just to get something for my cough and uh he's like oh he, i told him my situation he's like no there's no way once one family member gets it your whole family's going down man i'm telling you but, but see that's kids, that's a funny thing fine, right? my kids didn't get it at all as far as we well, knew but well as far as you know right yeah yeah aaron got it last august and then i got it in december so six months apart yeah interesting see yeah that's crazy so i guess i did better at quarantining than you did well, I, at a certain point, though, I was like, sleeping on this couch is just not going to work for me. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, screw it. Let's just get this herd immunity or whatever. We'll all just get it and get it over with. Yeah. <laughs> and I just like, oh, God. And now you have the antibodies for six to nine months. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. I don't know. So, because uh, it was so funny. We we're talking about COVID. I was uh, taking uh, Katie to dance tonight and we're driving and all of a sudden to try to get on to 70 to go west to drop her off. We couldn't get on. Like there was traffic backed up all mm. the way to uh, almost my exit. And I was like, "What is going on?" I was like, "Ah, Chris Stapleton concert tonight." Ah, uh, yeah. And I could not believe how much traffic. And I'm just going there, going, "There's going to be so much exposure 
to this is gonna spread like wildfire there tonight <laughs> i've never seen a uh, traffic like that in a long time see i'd like to I, I wish i would track that too so like how many people were at the concert and then had covid mm-hmm. within the next week well you'd have to say you'd have to get them to answer honestly have yeah. you had covid have you not had covid vaccinated not vaccinated and then would you come back and tell us did you get it or not right. from being here and you and again like you said you don't know if you're gonna get it from that or not right so and it'd be hard to tell too like if you just watch fluctuations in town like mm-hmm. coinciding with concerts but then you have cardinal games blues games yeah. so yeah no uh we came down with and technically what's so funny the sampling concert uh for, uh, I don't remember what it was for, either for her birthday or for Christmas. Jen wanted tickets to the Atlantis Morissette. She's doing her 20-year reunion or whatever yeah. of uh, Jagged Little Pill. Yeah. And she's coming to town, and we had tickets for that. Can't go, because <laughs> oh. she had it. Yeah. And, well, it's her her last day of quarantine is that Saturday. And then oh. I got it. And I she's like, well, I don't want to go if you can't go. And I was like, well, just take a friend. She's like, well, I'm, and that's technically my last day, so shouldn't I quarantine that day, too? I was like, I don't know. So, no, we uh, we contacted Ticketmaster or whatever and said, hey, this situation, we want to go. We just don't want to expose people. We're not jerks. We're not one of those people that go, I, I have it. We'll screw everybody else. I'll just be around you no matter yeah. what. Right? So, no, they, they have a COVID thing where you get your money back if you, uh, if oh, you have COVID. That's if, you, good. if you show them a proof of a positive test, they give you your money back. So, okay, that's good. So, because they know that you're trying to do the right thing by yeah. not going. So, <laughs> so, did you get the. Uh, we can't go, but then again, it's less like. Oh my gosh! If I saw the, and I don't know if a, I, I would assume a Stapleton concert will sell a little bit better than that Morissette concert will, to be honest with you. Yeah. But I'm still thinking it'd be a pretty substantial crowd there, and I was just like, oh, yeah. I don't, I'm just, uh, I'm just done. Did, <laughs> did you get the seventy dollars back in fees from Ticketmaster? I bought them from the box office. So okay. I, didn't pay any. I actually went to the box office uh, for that one back when I was working in Riverport. Yeah. Um, so it was just a short drive there to go grab them real quick and stand in no line at all to get them. So yeah, luckily I'll get all that money back, and then um, just not don't get to go to the concert, which that's kind of sad. She was looking forward to it because that was postponed from last year. This yeah. was she was supposed to go last year, and I don't remember what the date was when we were supposed to go. But uh, waited such a long time to try to go again. Now I can't go, so it just stinks. It's not fun. It is not fun. So if you would have gone, would you have felt comfortable there, or would you have been like paranoid about how close people are getting to you and? If I didn't have COVID, yeah, um, I'd have felt weird. Yeah, I would have. I would have. Um, but but then again, I go to a grocery store almost every week, right? Yeah. And well, not you're not standing next to someone, you know, for elongated periods of time there. But um, it's it feels a little weird. Yeah. And then uh, I don't know. I'm getting to that point though. When I saw that traffic for that Stapleton concert, I was just like, I don't know if I have it in me. I don't think any. I'd want to see anybody anymore. Yeah. <laughs> that bad <laughs> to sit in that kind of traffic, too. Yep. Well, I hear the play now is you go to the uh, the, the casino next door mm-hmm. and there's a shuttle. They just drop you off and I guess they have a, a good uh, oh. in and out and you just don't have to deal with the traffic or anything like that, I guess. Yeah. I don't know how that works, but sure, I guess that's the move. They yeah. just want you to spend money at the casino, I guess, right? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, no, I think I would felt a little uncomfortable. But at some point, I got to get back to wanting to go do um, stuff like that. Right. But, um. I don't know. I, I think we're going to be moving into that territory where no matter what you want to do, either you better have a weekly, I guess they're going to make home test kits available for everybody. Either you're going to have to show your negative yeah. test they're, or, they're st- or, or show that you're vaccinated and then just, yeah, it's just a weird world we live in now where it's just like, where are your papers? <laughs> show me your papers. The uh, home tests have started coming out. My in-laws took them because they got it yeah. after we got back from Indiana. So. That was oh they just got it they just they got just it got yeah home? oh my god yeah 
Uh, and your in-laws, are you talking about your, your actual mother-in-law and father-in-law? Yep. Yeah. Wow. And, and they didn't. And they're, they, I'm going to assume, are they vaccinated? Because they're elderly, they are. right? Yeah. yeah. But they, they still got it. Yep. See? And they didn't go out for a year because they didn't want to risk yeah. it. And then they got the vaccination and got more comfortable and then got it. It's just, what can you do? Yeah. You know? It's kind of like the flu. Oh, and that's yeah. how it feels. The, the, when someone asked me, how does it feel to have this? I've, I've had, I had the flu like two or three years ago. And it just felt like all of my energy and my strength was just drained away. Yeah. And it just felt weak. And you just felt like I have a haze over yourself and you just can't move very well. Um, but what's so funny is we don't have to have a flu passport. Right. <laughs> it's just so weird, the world we live in, man. I just yeah. don't get it. And you don't have sh- there's no shame about having the flu. But here it feels like if you tell someone that you have COVID, you're like, oh, my God, you got herpes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, I don't. It's this fucking this virus that just can't seem to get away from no matter how well you try to wash or, you know, right. stay safe. And, and I think we're, we're going to keep seeing variants pop up of it, too. But, I mean, that's kind of how the flu is, too. It's never going to go away. <laughs> yeah. It's never going to go away. And I, and I don't know what this world thinks that it's doing in regards to it. You just can't stop it. It's just... I don't know. Did you ever think like 10 or 15 years ago watching a sci-fi movie where everyone's walking around in masks would be something that you would live through? I'm waiting to the point where we all have oxygen tanks on with not masks. I'm talking about full gear. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yep. Oh, my God. That's what's funny, though, is Jen and I watched a clip of Carlin, George Carlin, talking about his, about the immune system. <laughs> and he goes, oh, you people with your weak immune system, we used to swim in the Hudson River. <laughs> and we could survive swimming because it was sewage. <laughs> I was like, you know what? There's a little bit to that. I think yeah. a lot of our immune systems, when people start getting germophobic big time, you know? Yeah. Just, I think a lot of immune systems went downhill. and are, They're all getting weaker and weaker, but... Uh, yeah. What do I know? I don't know nothing. I know not. Yeah. Well, let's get to the fun stuff then. Yeah, we can, I guess. <laughs> so, sure. Um, I just quick thing though. Um, saw that Marvel Unlimited's coming out with a new app. Did you see that? Um, they've updated the app. I didn't know about a new one though. Well, I just read it. It was something I briefly read about saying that there's like 29,000 comics that they're putting on there or something like that. And that looked pretty cool. Well, they've started adding their infinite comics, which are like weekly series that are like exclusive to the app. Oh, just for that? Okay. Digital only. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I haven't read any of them yet. They've just started popping up this past week. Mm -hmm. But there looks like some interesting titles out there. And they're getting big names to do them. Cool. Very cool. Yeah. And then before we get full on nerd stuff, do you want to touch on um, the Rams at all? I haven't really been following it because they're pieces of crap. But <laughs> well, I'm talking about the lawsuit. Yes. Okay. I know. So, they, I know they keep trying to get everything thrown out or moved, and it's none yeah. of it's working. What do you? What's your opinion in regards to what would you want to see happen? Um, I don't know, because there's a. A lot of people were hoping, like, maybe we'd get a team as retribution for them stealing one from us. But at the same time, I don't, I don't know if I really want to support NFL. No, no I, I don't. Mean, I'm with you. I don't think I want to see an NFL team. And then I think it'd be just best to get a couple billion from the NFL, which is yeah. sounding like what it could be, like yeah. a billion to two billion dollars, which is so much money, and just throw that into St. Louis infrastructure, redo oh, yeah. the highways redo anything you can with all that money yeah um yeah i i mean i feel bad just doing fantasy football because i'm really 
that that really stung when they left and at the NFL helping them get to the point where they could just kind of walk out on us mm-hmm. even though we followed every one of their guidelines for to prevent the relocation mm-hmm. I, I just feel guilty about it yeah I, I don't I'm not a big follower of the NFL anymore to be honest with you I mean here and there watch watch clutcher highlights every now and then but what's so funny I heard a stat today that they are able to track all the streaming and you know, any yeah. way you could watch the NFL this past weekend. Because I think, I guess, this was this past weekend, week one? Yeah, it was. So I heard they had 100 million people watching NFL. Yeah. Could not believe that. That's a staggering figure, <laughs> to be honest with you. Well, So it's not going anywhere, that's for sure. Three of them were me, so. <laughs> I, like, I had the red zone package on. Yeah, uh, well, because big... you're following your fist for your fantasy, right? Right. Yeah, so, but, so that adds a lot to it. And also with the fact that they're going to be doing gambling with it, that's going to make it even bigger. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just I, I think it's at a point now where you just got to go your separate ways, not just take the money if they can get it. Yeah. But get as much as you can. Because I don't think they <laughs> – I don't know. I don't know if the entire region would embrace um, NFL again. Although although the XFL did so well here. It did. <laughs> So, so maybe that's what we do. We put something into a stadium for them if, if and when they come back. Yeah. Or, well, I mean, you got the soccer stadium now. Yeah. That's being built for the MLS. And, and I, they've I got pretty the good. Size. It's outdoor, and it's the perfect size for an XFL team, to be honest with you, because that it drew just about that much. I think. Yeah. I think it's what a hold like sixteen to 20,000, I think. Something system. like that. But I think hey, that's your good size for an XFL team that ever it, comes back. If we, have, if we have those two, I mean, we don't need an NFL team. Yeah, I agree with you. I really do. I really do. So no, I I, th- I thought it was interesting though that it doesn't. It's not getting any um, national attention. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's St. Louis. Who cares? But I mean, with us being here, I think it's a huge deal. I mean, you're going to war with one of the biggest corporations in the world as far as the NFL goes. Yeah. I mean, as far as the money maker goes, and, and the fact s- that the the, the little city that they just took a turd on is about to beat them in court. <laughs> there's no way they're going to win. There's no. no way. And then and that's why they're doing everything they can to try to get it moved. And well, well that's what I'm saying. If it's, especially if it's tried here in yeah. St. Louis, I mean, wh- what? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone knows what happened. You screwed us over, man. <laughs> Suck so, on that, Jerry Jones. Right. <laughs> so. so what do you got on your agenda? What nerd stuff do you got going on? Well, we teased last time we were going to talk books. Oh, that's right. We did say that we're going to tease books and you're going to hook me up with some stuff I should probably read. Yeah. Cause you don't read anymore. I do read. It's just not books. <laughs> it's not, at least it's not as much as I should. Yeah. So, um, let's do this. Give me, give me three titles that I should read. That will be their quick page turners that I won't want, that I won't want to put down. Okay. Um, I've been on a big Neil Gaiman kick since I finished Sandman. So I've okay. been picking up a lot of his books. So I, Truthfully, anything I've read of his, I'd recommend. So I've read American mm-hmm. Gods, Anansi's Boys. Um, what else was there? Uh, the Ocean at the End of the Lane, which would be the one I recommend. Um, it's kind of an adult fantasy type deal. Um, okay. So basically the gist is this guy goes back to the house he grew up in. It's in the country in England. And he starts getting these memories back of his childhood. Okay. And you just relive, uh, I think it's a span of a couple weeks. Okay. And by the end, it's just heartbreaking when you get to the ending of it. Okay. So now, and so you're a big gaming fan, and I don't think I'm as much yeah. a gaming fan because he's a little out there for me. 
Yeah. Um, I kind of put him because you're a huge um, what's the guy the the British guy or not the Scottish guy that you love? Um, um, Morrison. Morrison. Oh yeah, but I like Morrison. his I like his independent stuff. Not when he's on yeah. a big title. Okay. So yeah, because his stuff's just super out. Like yeah, you better be on acid while you're reading it to try to get. This make meaning so. Ocean at the end of the lane is, yeah. is your biggest title that I should be reading. So and then he also did Good Omens, which was, mm-hmm. it, it was funny. So mm-hmm. I mean he's got a he's got a wide range of stuff he can do, but a lot of what he does is tied to mythology. Mm-hmm. So um, I've got North North's mythology sitting upstairs. I haven't read it yet. That's by um, Gaiman. Yeah, and it's okay. going into the history of Thor and Loki and all that stuff, because um, okay. he pulled them into Sandman and he's used them in American Gods. Okay. So, I would I would recommend American Gods too. Uh, mm-hmm. Just know, like the first fifty pages can be kind of slow, but it picks up after that. Okay. Okay. So, let's see. I got my my Goodreads app here of stuff I've read recently. I can tell you some stuff from that. I would say pass on Ready Player Two. Oh yeah, I was. That's okay. So yeah, Ready Player One was one of my favorite books I'd read in recent history, right? Yeah, and I was so looking forward to that. But I read reviews on it mm-hmm. that it was so political and so preachy that it just wasn't, and it just didn't hold up to what the first one was, which is just a fun adventure. Yeah, do you agree with that that assessment? I don't know if I agree with that necessarily, but there was a lot rehashed in it. Okay, um, it, it was just boring compared to the first one it's like he wrote it more just to see how much nostalgia he could throw into it okay and it just didn't flow as well for me okay okay so maybe i'll i mean yeah if i pick up from the library or something like that because it's it's, it shouldn't be a very long read i I don't think his books were no i actually use that as my gym book so when i go to one or two times a week to do cardio i'd have that with me and that's what i'd read Mm -hmm. when i'd be on like an elliptical or something okay so It took me a little while longer, but I didn't want to devote a whole lot of time to it after I really got into it. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So um, I just finished uh, Leviathan Wakes. It's The Expanse on Hulu. It's the okay. the book version of it. Okay. So right off the bat, I saw a comparison to Game of Thrones saying it was like a space version of it. Okay. Um, I don't know if I'd go there, but it's the story of a war that goes on between the belt, which is like people that live in space, uh, the more lower class, they do a lot of manual labor stuff and then Mars and earth. Okay. So there's a lot of intrigue. It's a very good story. Um, do you watch the show? I, I started watching it after I got about halfway through the book. I haven't finished it. It was quite a bit different it wasn't bad, but I typically like the the books more than the shows or the movies. Mm-hmm. And, and right now, that's how I was feeling about it, and I never went back to finish it. Did you go? Re- did you ever read the uh, Game of Thrones books? I am on halfway through book five, but I've been halfway through book five for about six months now. Gotcha. And but, see, I've tried. I've I've tried reading the first one yeah. over and over. I tried to start it. And I just can't. I just can't do it. So <laughs> it's just- I tried reading it before I watched the show. And yeah. I couldn't keep anybody straight. So I watched yeah. the shows. I really enjoyed the first three books. And then they went downhill yeah. with four and five. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just something I think I don't need to go back and visit. Yeah. To be honest with you. I don't think I need to. So and he'll never finish that series anyway. No, probably not. <laughs> so one yeah. thing about uh, Lathiathon Wakes that I liked was it tells you the story from different perspectives, but it's just two characters. And every chapter bounces back and forth. 
And so mm -hmm. they overlap a little bit, but you get to see like what the two characters are seeing at the same yeah. time when they're together, at least. Yeah. So, because yeah, one book I do have sitting on my nightstand is um, it's one of the Witcher books. Yeah. I couldn't even tell you. My brother in law gave it to me. To, it's one of the first books because how he how this guy wrote his stuff. There's a bunch of short stories that they compiled into something. Yeah. And, and this one's like I think the first one that's not short stories. And I tried to get that one going, and it's just it's not doing anything for me. So I put it down. I'm about fifty pages in, I think. Yeah. Even, uh, I'll try to revisit it because I, I enjoy the lore of the Witcher. Yeah. Um, the the Netflix show is pretty good. I liked it. I like Cavill as the as the was it Geralt or Geralt? Geralt, yeah, yeah. I like him uh, as his portrayal of it. Because I was listening to an audiobook performance of the short stories um, mm -hmm. off of um, what's that app that the Audible? Audible, yeah. I was listening to that, and uh, the guy who did the performance was amazing. I don't even know his name, but he was in drawing. What the problem was. I was driving home from somewhere and I think I was just a little too into that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I better focus on driving a little bit more. Cause it was, we were driving back from somewhere on a, on a vacation or something like that. Cause this is a while back. Now. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, but this guy's so good at what he's doing. And yeah. uh, it really captured my imagination. Um, but I don't think I gave it my full attention and I just can't be read to, I wish I could get more into audiobooks, Um, cause that way I could probably quote unquote read more. Yeah. But uh, and I had those on, um, you know, as background while working or something like that. But I can't do that. I just can't be read to. I don't think. Yeah, are you into audiobooks at all? I've well, the last one I tried was when we worked at State Farm. I did uh, World War Z. Yeah. But I felt like yeah, the same thing. I was getting sucked into it, and then I wasn't. Like I was focusing on it more than my work, yeah. and I like just having the background noise. But I it's yeah. something like that I want to pay attention to. Yep. Yep. For sure. For sure. So I think I saw uh, a post of yours a while back where uh, people were talking about some Stephen King books for you to read. What's a good Stephen King book that you want to read? Um, oh, his new one is uh, Billy Summers. It's about an uh, an assassin. So okay. it's not really a horror. Huh. So, so I've had a couple people. Assassin. Yeah, I've had a couple people read it and say it was good. So I have it sitting here, and it's probably okay. what I'm going to go to next after I finish the Neil Gaiman book I'm on. Okay. What's one of his good horror ones that you read recently? Oh, I haven't read anything recently. Um, I mean, the last two books of his I read were uh, Salem's Lot and the In the Stand, and they were both really good. The Stand's ending could have been better, but I, that's I read. Yeah, because I read Salem's Lot a long time ago, like yeah. when I was a kid. I love Salem's Lot because I, I like. I, well, I liked. I don't know. It wasn't a miniseries. I think it was like a two night kind of thing. Yeah, it's not really a movie, but they you can watch the back to back things. Yeah. Uh, kind of like what they did with his it. Um, yeah. So Salem's Lot I like a lot. The stand I've tried to start before, and yeah. it's just it's pretty overwhelming though. Yeah. <laughs> it's a long book, and I just couldn't get into it. And I I know it's really good. I I know it's a classic. It's, it's been read a thousand times, but um, just couldn't get it. I just couldn't get into it. Yeah, you know? I couldn't get. It, I, I'm one of those guys. I couldn't get into uh, what was his, his um the the Gunslinger series or whatever the yeah, towers Dark Towers. I couldn't get into that either. I See, couldn't do it. The, the first book was rough. Um, yeah. It took me two or three times to get through the first book. Mm -hmm. But then they really picked up. Yeah. Until until the ending, because Stephen King started <laughs> landing the plane occasionally. Yep, yep, yep. No, so, but that's the reason I went and did Salem's Lot and The Stand, because both those tie into The Dark Tower. Oh, really? Uh, do. Actually, a lot of his books tie into The Dark Tower. It's kind of like... Um, 
the purpose of the Dark Tower is to pull all these different universes together. Okay. And the man in black, who is Randall Flagg from The Stand, is oh, trying okay. to destroy it and it'll destroy all the realities. Oh, interesting. So it even gets to a point where Stephen King is a character in like the, yeah. the last Dark Tower book. So the movie they did, did you watch that? Oh, I turned it off. It was horrible. It was, it was, it was horrible? Yeah. Uh, it, it, it really didn't even follow much of the book. Interesting. At least what I saw. Oh, okay. So, and I was disappointed because it had Indris Elba and Matthew McConaughey, mm-hmm. and I thought they were perfect yeah. for the roles. Okay, yeah. So, okay. So. All right. Well, there's there your book. So, the one book I told you last time that I have read that doesn't have the pictures in it mm-hmm. <laughs> is uh, The Outsiders. Yeah. That I read. And I think there's a movie that I want to try to get around to watching, too. Yeah, it was yeah. 80s with the Brat Pack. Is that what it was? Yeah. Okay. Because, um, I think book setting, I would say I'd put the setting around 50 60s, though. Um, yeah. The, I don't know what time frame they did for the movie, uh, if they, they followed along with that or not. I, yeah, I'm pretty sure they did. But a really, really good story uh, just about um, basically the two sides of the tracks kind of story. Mm-hmm. You got your wealthy you got your wealthy kids and your non-wealthy kids, and just trying to show life of kids trying to just make it. You know, just trying to make it. Uh, the main character has two brothers, and their parents passed away, and they're just trying to get through life and trying not to get separated, kind of thing. Yeah, and uh, just really enjoyable, really quick read, only in like 180 pages, I think, if I remember correctly. Um, just I liked it a lot. I really, really did. And it, it's been a while since I've read like read one like that because um, usually what my, what happens if my kid gets assigned a book that I didn't read when I was a, when I was a kid, you know, as a student. Yeah. I'm like, well, I should have probably read that as a student at some point, right? Yep. Because like I was one of those kids, I never had the assignment of reading where the red fern grows. One of those things. Did you ever read that one? No, that I didn't. I would highly recommend. That was great. That was yeah. a really, really great book. Right, where the red fern grows is really, really good. So anytime he gets something I haven't read, because oh, that's what I was going to mention to you as far as a book. Although this one has pictures in it. <laughs> uh, one that he's got coming up for an assignment this year is Mouse. Ah, which I know is like. I think that sits pretty high up on your graphic novel list of all time it, kind of thing. It does. It? Yeah. Top 10 easily. One. I thought at one point it was your number one, but I don't know if you kept it up there or not. Yeah. I don't know if it's number one, but it's definitely top 10. Really? Yeah. yeah. See, so yeah, no, I was going to, I was going to purchase it for myself. And then when he's reading it, when his class goes through it, I thought I'd read it too. So that him and I can discuss it. Yeah. And, um, if, know. if I were you, I'd recommend getting the, the two part version of it. Cause he did it in two separate stories. So even if Brody only does the first one, you can at least yeah. read the second one to continues the story. Well, the one I see that I've been trying to get, it's, it says the complete story, though. Okay, that's probably it then. They combined them together, yeah. I guess. Probably. Yeah, mouse. I wanted to get in hardcover because I figured if I'm going to get this one, this might be the one to get. Yeah. The hardcover kind of thing because it might be worthy of revisiting a few times. You know? Yeah. So I but found. Yeah, the complete mouse is what it is. Okay. I found. Um, uh, a complete a set of them okay. i got them on facebook marketplace for five bucks like someone oh, wow. someone read it for school and didn't want it anymore but it came in a slip case and it was real nice mm-hmm. but it's paperback mm-hmm. yeah yeah but here I, I got one that i definitely know you'd want to read okay called best movie year ever how 1999 blew up the big screen and it's kind of like background on a bunch of movies that came out that year um so like fight club being john malkovich election uh eyes wide shut uh, the Phantom Menace, Iron Giant, uh, 
That's a good year right there. Yeah. Uh, I will say that I've never seen Election all the way through. I've okay. seen parts of it. And yeah. And what was the other one? Re- say the say the few of the movies you said. Uh, Eyes there. Wide Shut. That was Kubrick's no, I've last one. Yeah, I've seen that one. What was uh, the other ones? Uh, let's see. Fight Club. Blair, yeah. Wh- Blair Witch Project, The Matrix. Yeah. yeah. I'm just looking at the cover to see who's on it. Um, because there's a big one on there that you said that I know I haven't seen. I can't believe I've not seen it, kind of thing. Iron Giant. No, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sixth Sense, Blair Witch Project, Office Space, Run Lola Run, Boys Don't Cry, Phantom Menace, Sixth no. Sense. Just, I don't know which one I'm missing. Uh, Magnolia. Magnolia. I've never seen Magnolia. Oh, it 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 was good, but it's like the one-time watch kind of thing because it was long and slow. But there was (laughs) because that's a that is a freaking year right there. Yeah, that is a year. Wow. When you just stop to think about it, right? Yeah. There's a ton of because I'm just trying to think what what movie won Best Picture that year. What movie won Best Picture? Mm. Um, I don't remember. Uh, I'll tell you here in a sec. Shakespeare in Love. Oh, that's right. I, I do remember that. Uh, Being John Malkovich came out that year. That's the other one that I know. Okay. I've, not seen. I've that's, never seen Being John Malkovich. Oh, is that crazy. even worth watching? Oh, yeah, it is. I loved it. Really? Yeah. Okay. It just doesn't seem to make sense to me why that's a movie. <laughs> I guess I need to figure out why that's even a movie. <laughs> I couldn't even tell you why it was a movie, but it goes into a little bit. It was, um, oh, what's the the guy that used to do all the Beastie Boy videos? Uh, Spike Jones. Yeah. He yeah. directed it. Uh, mm-hmm. Charlie Kaufman wrote it. And it was just, it's out there. Very out so, there. Is this a book that you've read or it's on your list to read? I, I've read it. I got it, for, read it. I got it for Christmas and had it done within a week of getting it. <laughs> one of the, uh, one of the reviews on Amazon I'm reading here as I pulled it up just to kind of take a look at it real quick. says the review is entitled, take this red pill. Yeah. <laughs> what this one is. Yeah. It's a, it was a treat. Cause what you're describing is kind of reminds me of, a, I don't know if you watched the Netflix series at all. Uh, the movies that made us. Yeah. I love that series. Yeah. This is exactly what it sounds like. So. It, it doesn't go into as much detail, but it, some of the movies it talks about like what's going on in society and how the movies impacted it. Um, mm-hmm. So it, it was interesting. It's not the greatest book I've ever read. Mm-hmm. I think I gave it four out of five stars, Okay, but I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. No, this is, this is totally right up my alley. You know, yeah. definitely want to take a look at this one. So yeah, for sure. Another one so, I got. Yeah, that's, that's what's on my list right now. Okay. Mouse is on my list. Cause I want to be able to read that with the kid. Yeah. And then this is going to be the one I want to probably pick up because you said Billy Summers or something like that was the Stephen King one. Yeah. But that just came out, right? Uh, yeah. Last month or two. Yeah. So yeah. I won't be at the library for a yeah. while. Then. I checked out a bunch. So, so uh, another one that I got at the same time as the movie one was called smash. Uh, yeah. It was about the punk scene, punk music scene in uh, San Francisco in the mid nineties. And so okay. it's like big on green day and offspring and, it it was another book I really enjoyed because I like those bands, mm-hmm. but it didn't talk a whole lot about other bands I wanted to hear about at the time, like No Effects. It went into a little bit of Bad Religion and them starting and how one of the former members of the band ran the record label that got Green Day and Offspring and those guys all big. Okay, but it, as a Green Day fan, you might appreciate seeing like how they came up. Yeah, yeah, that'd be really cool. Uh, yeah. If anybody, I think Joe would appreciate that book more than I would, to be honest with you. Yeah. But um, okay. No, those are really good books. Look at you. You and you said you read like thirty some odd books this year or something. I, like that. I've, I got eleven novels completed, and then here let me. I got the actual number here. Um, 
11 novels and 66 graphic novels. <laughs> well done, sir. Well yes. done. My, my goal for the year was 65 total. And so now I've exceeded Watched it. it man. Yeah. You smoked that thing. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Cause that's the other thing I still have not gotten around to, uh, the MTV thing or, um, not the MTV, the, um, Woodstock or whatever the yeah. Woodstock night long thing. So I haven't been able to get around to that one yet. Um, I did get a bunch of other stuff uh, squared away in regards to stuff that you uh, recommended I, I, t- I take a look at. So pivoting off of books for right now yeah. to get over some of that stuff, to go over that. Because I don't remember what homework you gave me. I, I think you gave me a little bit of homework. I don't know if I ever got to it or not. Yeah, I didn't um, get to what you gave me, and my notebook I think is upstairs. So, okay. But I did get to Untold Crime and Penalties, yes. the story about the, the mobster's kid. Yes. Like the hockey team. You did not give that enough credit for how amazing that is. It was, it was so, good. so good. Yeah. Oh, it was unbelievable. Cause it's, it's so unbelievable, but it happened. Yeah. <laughs> it was so crazy. Could not, I did, it was, uh, it's Netflix's 30 for 30 is what it is. Essentially. Yeah. Yeah. And it was so good. I haven't, I think, uh, I don't know if there was another one I watched the, after that one. They did uh, oh, Malice in I the did. Palace. I did that one. Yeah. yeah. Did, I, did we talk about, I watched that one last time. I don't, I don't think we did. Yeah. So I watched that one and that was just what it was. You know, yeah. I did like the part where you said, Hey, we're all friends. And then all of a sudden it just ruins people's careers. And I yeah. felt bad for uh, Jermaine O'Neal though. I, I know. Cause he, I, at the time he was such a like up, up and coming player with them. And then yeah. you never hear yeah. from him again. And that's the thing. I didn't know. I didn't follow his career that well. Cause I just kind of got out of the NBA after Jordan. Yeah. Kinda, actually when he really retired, you know, I kind of uh, fell off the NBA for a bit there. But uh, I, I mean, I knew of him. I knew he was a high school kid, you yeah. know. Um, I didn't realize he'd gotten that good, though, because um, everyone was talking him up, just yeah. going, this is the next big thing. He's the next big guy, and boom, that happened. But uh, I skipped the boxing one that you told me to skip. It didn't bother yeah. that one. But crime and penalties, just amazing. Everything about it. And they signed Gretzky, but it was like Brett Gretzky or yeah. something like that. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Oh, that kid! It was just hilarious. Everything about it was hilarious. Yeah, it was. You just you just going? Oh my! Oh my goodness! Yeah, but they were so, a good hockey team, even though they had a lot of goons on there. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then they eventually got uh, a player from the Devils. The yeah. New Jersey Devils was on there, and I couldn't believe they got him. But it was during like a lockout, I guess. Is what that? They yeah, I think him. so. So yeah, that so was, yeah, no, that was good. super good recommendation. Highly recommend for anybody. And you don't even have to like sports. It has no. nothing to do with the sports part of it. It just has to do with going. This is an unbelievable story that just go. You go, no way, no yeah. way. This didn't happen, and it actually did. It yeah, so great. yeah. No, I like that a lot. So, um, yeah. No, I gave you some stuff, but if you didn't get around to watching any of it, um, you just want me to go down some stuff that I got around to. Sure. Okay. Um, let's see. Let's go with uh oh, okay. Art of self defense. Yeah. The reason why I want to revisit that one real quick is mm. because where I'd seen that girl before. Yeah. And something because I, I told you, I'm like, this girl, I've seen her in something, right? Yeah. Not only was she in a movie that I had seen before, she was in a movie with Jesse Eisenberg. They were both in it together. Really? They've been in something else together. It's a shit show called Vivarium. Okay. It is up there with some of my most hated movies ever <laughs> because it's absolute garbage. Yeah. I wanted to ring that bell because I was like, that's where I saw that girl from <laughs> because Vivarium is one of those Amazon movies and it makes no sense. Yeah. It's a decent premise. And I'm actually a Jesse Eisenberg fan. I kind of like him in the, most of his stuff. Yeah. But this was just garbage. Oh, it's just so bad. So bad. 
So if you ever run past that one and kind of read a synopsis of it, you can read the synopsis and I'll give you enough about the movie and go, okay, this was just garbage. But that's where I'd seen those two. Movies. Okay. I, so I wrote that quick note down. Yeah. Um, and another movie I, I went back to to finish was Good Times with Pattinson in it. Yeah. And I remember now why I didn't finish it because that's garbage. <laughs> and all this praise that Pattinson's getting as being a good actor, I go, I remember I wanted to watch that because I was like, okay, he's going to be the Batman, right? Yeah. And I'm going to give this guy a shot. And I'm going to give him a non-sparkly vampire shot at saying, okay, prove to me that you're a good actor. Yeah. Garbage movie. Awful, awful bad movie. Did not get any better. Was not good. I now remember why I didn't finish it. <laughs> so, but was it because of his acting or was it just direction, yes, bad writing? I think he was bad in it. I think it was bad writing, a bad story, and he just wasn't that good in it, to be honest with you. He, he seems like the, the moody type of guy that if he doesn't like fully believe in it, I don't think he would mm-hmm. give his best performance. I don't know. That's just I the the vibe I get from him, but Tennant, he was great. Okay. We'll see. I don't know. I still need to get around. To, I had to wait. I think that needs to come back to HBO. I think it's back out there now. Is it? Okay, it so might be. I don't know. So, um, and then another one that I wanted to give a shot to was uncut gems. Okay. The Adam Sandler, Adam Sandler, because it was one where he was supposed to be, Hey, he's so good. And he's going to get an Academy award. Right. Right. And uncut gems was Okay. And I don't think he deserved an Academy Award for it. Yeah. I can see why he didn't get nominated. He was okay. Yeah. The story was okay. Um, the ending kind of makes your jaw drop a little bit. I'll give you that. Okay. Um, is it worth watching if you have absolutely nothing else to watch? Right. <laughs> and you kind of just want to see what the hype was about. That's the only reason I watched it. I was like, I got to just see, see what the hype was about, right? Yeah, and that's the kind of the reason I haven't watched it yet is because mm-hmm. it's all all the hype. I, yeah. If there was something more to it, I might. But just based off no. hype, I'm usually disappointed. So yeah, no, I'll take I'll take the leap on that one for you and just go. No, just you don't need to. I, if you wanted me to give you the whole story, I'd give it to you and spoil it. But I won't do that here. Yeah. Um, if you just have nothing else to watch, you're just like, okay, enough times passed, and I'll just give this a shot to see what Sandler was doing. Yeah. Um. Sure. I mean, no, no harm, no foul on that one. Now. Um, I wanted to leave this one for later because I was going to combine these two. Okay. Um, Wind River. Wind okay. River is with um, Hawkeye, if I can remember his name. Uh, Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner. Wind River is very good. Okay. Highly recommend it. At least I liked it a lot. Yeah. Uh, same director that did um, Hell or High Water. Okay. And I think he did another one. In the, it's like his trilogy. I don't know how he did it all as his trilogy, but Wind River was very, very good. I'll recommend that. Um He's a land. He is works for the Department of what was he? I don't know. Fish and Wildlife is what he is. Um, he's a tracker, and it's just like kind of a kind of a murder mystery a little bit. But um, highly recommend that one. I like that one a lot. I'll, I'll give you a, a good thumbs up on that one. And here's one I I had not seen, and I I wanted to for the longest time just to see what's up with it, why it gets so much praise. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's eating Gilbert Grape? You see that one? Yeah, it's been years, but yeah, I've seen yeah. it. Yeah, never saw it. One oh, of those yeah. ones that just was that I never wanted to see it. Don't know why. Yeah. But then eventually, I was like, you know what? This thing's. I don't think it's a. I don't know if you'd call it a modern classic or just something that is known. It's well yeah. known, and you see pictures of it as far as like when they're doing uh, actors montages and whatnot. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, but the the part that I, I I I don't laugh about it, but I find interesting is when uh. What's the movie where they say you never go full retard? <laughs> Wasn't that Tropic Thunder? Tropic Thunder. <laughs> Which you can't say that word anymore, right? But, right. Well, you can't do blackface like that either. 
Yeah, right. And I'll go, oh, hey, DiCaprio. He went full retard for this. <laughs> is what he did. And I was like, ah, oh. it it's younger DiCaprio. It's yeah. one of his first roles. And uh, it's a good story. It's it just is. a good drama. It's, I liked it a lot, actually. Yeah. I really did. Um, that That's one that lived up to the hype. I think so. I'll, I'll, I'll give it that. And it's one of a, it's before, I would say it's before um, Giant Up got too full of himself kind of thing. Yeah. You know, I think. Um, but he was just really good in it. DiCaprio was good in it. It was just a interesting story. Yeah. I, that's all I'll give. That's all I'll say about it. Um, so, the next three, I believe, were um, Academy Award ones. I don't think they won. I, I think one of them did actually win Best Picture, if I remember correctly. I have to look it up. Mm. If not, I think it was nominated. Um, Twelve Years a Slave. Yeah. Did you? Did you see no, it? No, I never saw it. I recommend it. Okay. Really good. Uh, what's his name? Uh, that he was in Doctor Strange as uh, oh, uh, something Okafor, something uh, Okafor, yeah, yeah, and he's the main character, and it's unbelievable. Basically, here synopsis in a nutshell: um, kidnapped from his home while living in the North, saying he doesn't have his freedom papers, quote unquote, basically mm-hmm. saying he's a free man. Yeah. And they return him to the South and he's purchased as a slave and he spends his whole time trying to survive. Yeah. Because if you try to, you know, try to run or just, he's just trying to get by so he could somehow figure out a way to get back home. Yeah. Chiwetel Ojafor. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'll never be able to pronounce that name. So <laughs> but I'm just trying to remember what his character's name was in Dr. Strange. What was his name in Dr. Strange? Uh, Baron Mordo. So yeah, that's where I know him best from. Yeah, superb performance by him. And yeah. if he wasn't nominated, he should have been absolutely. Yeah. it's got a great cast too. The late uh, yeah. uh, Michael Williams, mm-hmm. uh, Michael Fassbender, Brad Pitt. Fassbender is unbelievable in it. To be honest yeah. with you, really good in it because he's not his normal character, and he's he's one of the one of the bad guys is what I'll say. Yeah. <laughs> He's one of the bad guys in it, but he just did a really great job in it. So yeah. great cast, amazing story based on a true story. And mm-hmm. I was like, Oh my God, the fact that the, that story survived. Cause I guess it was written so long ago. Cause they don't, the author of it is who's the main character. They don't yeah. know when he died, where he's buried or anything of that stuff. I think is what it said at the end of the movie. Yeah. I was like, oh. And everything is the story survived somehow. And that's just incredible to me. Yeah. Uh, the next one I'll talk about is nomad land. Uh, Francis McDormand. Okay. During her normal yeah uh, Oscar bait stuff, and it was okay. It's okay. Nothing that you would miss out on if you never watched it. Just one of those things. It's a I call it a yellow movie. That's yeah. all it is. It's a yellow movie, <laughs> and they're just trying to go trying to make sure people understand that some people's way of dealing with trauma is to go the yellow route. Yeah. And uh, okay. but she's just so good in everything lately. Everything she yeah. seems to be in is something Oscar worthy. And so that's why I've been watching it. Like, cause before that was her three billboards in Mebbing, Missouri, which I don't know if you watched that one. I haven't seen that one. I really want to highly recommend that one. And then you could watch this one back for a, a double feature yeah. <laughs> basically. And you wouldn't be disappointed. It wouldn't be a waste of your time. So I'll, yeah, I'll say that. this one was written and directed by Chloe Zhao. Who's doing the Eternals. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, Nomadland. Was yeah. the, okay. Well, good. Yeah. She did great. She did a great job. She yeah. really did. It's one of those movies. It also kind of reminded me of, um, into the wild. Okay. And not, not just because the okay the premise is she's living in her van and so of course into the wild he lives in a van right yeah 
it, it's also a matter of the way it was shot and also almost the um instead of in the woods it's more of the open plains of uh, north dakota yeah so it just had a good look to it that, that reminded me of into the wild as far as just how you see the movie yeah so uh yeah no totally recommend that one and then the one that captivated me a lot to be honest with you was bombshell okay okay bombshell is the story of basically the me too movement on uh fox news uh what was her name megan kelly i think it was her name yeah uh, she was okay. involved with it and the shelly theron portrays her uh, nicole kidman's in it and then they also had um margot robbie margot robbie yeah john Just lithgow an- wow that's got a great cast <laughs> Got a really good cast, and it's just they, they did it in the style of almost um, the Big Short, where they kind of broke fourth wall every now and then. Yeah. So I like that. I I enjoy that style, and the story was just like, wow, I can't believe this was going on. It, especially, I I guess I don't know how dated it is because I don't remember when this all occurred. Yeah. But so it doesn't that, say on IMDb the movie came out twenty nineteen. Yeah, you'd have, you'd have to look up when Megan Kelly left uh, Fox News. Yeah, and it's just uh, it's just so good. It, it was just really good. I thought it got nominated for uh, best picture, but if it didn't, I'd go, "Wow, I can't believe it wasn't." Because it's just a really in, intriguing story. It's kind of hard to watch as a male that the, these movies that come out like that. Just like I kind of describe *Handmaid's Tale*. Yeah, uh, *Hand Handmaid's Tale*. Sorry, and uh, so it wasn't best picture, but it got uh, best performance. Uh, nominations for Charlize Theron and Margot Robbie. Yeah, they were both phenomenal. Well, uh, Margot, I can see why for a particular scene. She portrayed the scene, and it's just a heartbreaking scene. And you're just like, wow, this this is bad. Like, you, it just makes you cringe a bit. Is the best way I can describe it. Okay. And uh, hard to watch, especially if you were to try to watch it with a spouse or you know a girlfriend or something like that. Yeah. Especially in, in shows like the one I'd mentioned before, it's just like we're, we're guys. What do you, what do you want? I, I feel bad and it just makes us look like the enemy all, yeah. all the time. It just gives guys a bad, a bad rap is what it is. Yeah. And uh, it's just, it breaks my heart, man, that stuff like that happens. And, um, and it's really good. though. Really, really good movie. And uh, we've become, really we've become more sympathetic to it since we have daughters. Yeah, true. Very, very true. And if my, if my daughter were involved with that, Oh my God, because what's so crazy, I'll go tangent off it. Uh, my wife sent me a clip today where there was a, um, a school board coming under fire because they found a teacher um, basically going through the grooming process with his entire class. Wow. Because he's giving out uh, assignments and trying to tell the kids, don't tell your parents you're doing this assignment kind of thing. Yeah. And if I ever found out that my kids were getting assignments that a teacher said, don't tell your parents about, oh, done. Yeah. <laughs> that teacher would not be alive. Sorry. Just, yeah. Ah, I can't deal with it. But back to normal. Let's yeah. get back to good movies. Let's talk about that yeah. instead. I'd rather talk about that instead. So I think that goes down my list except for um, uh, I watched uh, Kate. Did you look at that one I yet? I have not I watched it yet. I think I described a movie last one. I don't know which one it was. I'm trying to remember which one it was. But it's one of those Netflix movies where it just didn't know where to end again. Yeah. Do you, know, do you remember what movie I was talking about like, about that last time? Oh, God. What was it? Oh, it was the uh, Aquaman guy. Uh, Jason uh, Momoa, yeah. this movie that came out, yeah. Sweet Girl, something like that. I think it's Sweet Sweet Girl or something like that. Yeah, um, they didn't know where to end that one. Same thing with Kate, and they're describing it as the female John Wick. That's an insult to John Wick. This movie was eh, it's okay, and some of the action sequences are pretty good. And I actually like uh, the actress. She's um, been in a lot of things. She's the, the girlfriend in uh, Scott Pilgrim. 
Yes, thank you, Scott Pilgrim. Which I love Scott Pilgrim, by the way. I was late to the Scott Pilgrim party, and if anyone doesn't like Scott Pilgrim, like, what's going on? That's a good movie. <laughs> I do like Scott Pilgrim. I just picked up the vinyl of it. Yeah. So it's got an amazing soundtrack. Oh, nice. It does, actually. I agree with you on that. I, if you'd ask me what's on there, I just can hear it in my head, though. Yeah. You know what I, mean? I couldn't name it in the song if I could hear some stuff. Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Yeah, yeah. So Kate's okay. Yeah. They should have ended at a certain point, but then they drug it on for an extra 30 minutes. Yeah. She also played the the Huntress in uh, the Birds of Prey movie. Nice. Which, that's good. She's good. I like her. I like her in this. And she portrayed an action hero pretty well. Yeah. It's not the John Wick. It's not the female John Wick. Okay. And I saw a lot of stuff saying that this is anti-Asian. And I was like, it's set in China, I believe. Yeah. (laughs) So it's anti-Asian. It's just the setting of the story. (laughs) Right. But whatever. I, I'll still People watch just it. Bitch about shit nowadays, I guess. Yeah. I, I guess I, I want to be sympathetic with certain things, but this is all that's going to be. It's just like th- they portrayed amazing action sequences. I was like, where in the world do you think the best action sequences come out of? They right. come out of China, dude. Yeah, <laughs> they, they do the best. So I don't know. I just don't have a lot of patience for that nonsense. I guess it should be better. I guess. But, so, yeah. so looking at the preview for it, I thought it reminded me a little bit of. Well, John Wick, yeah, I can see where they would get that comparison just from the yeah. the, the action, the way it's shot. But yeah. uh, did you see Gunpowder Milkshake? No. Okay, that one I really liked. Um, okay. It was more; it had more of a Tarantino feel. Okay. It has uh, Karen Gillian in it, and she's uh, a hit woman, essentially, and a job goes wrong, and she has to go on the run. Okay. And so it's got a really good cast, it, it gets out there at times. It's really stylized violence like Tarantino would do in uh, Kill Bill. Okay. But I I really like that one. Okay. So that's I'll on check. Netflix. Okay. I'll check that one out. Yeah. Um, I watched something that was stupid. It's called My Friend Dahmer. I think that it's it was basically based on, based on Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. And like, portray him as a kid and what led him to be who he was kind of thing. Garbage movie. Awful. And okay. trying, to make, trying to get sympathy to a, a psychopath. No, sorry. Pass. Yeah. <laughs> I pass on that. Um, revisited Logan because that's yeah. just on Hulu, and that's what what I need to say about Logan. That's yeah. awesome, amazing. It's, it's, it's one of those movie. movies that if I see it's on, I usually get sucked in. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, let me see here. Uh, I watched something called The Night Clerk. It was stupid. Yeah, um, I'm gonna talk about it. Uh, so the last two I'll talk about. Um, I saved to put them together was Marshall and Forty Two. Okay, I'm putting them together because. Chadwick Boseman wasn't both. Yeah. So if you needed to have someone portray a black person of historical significance, yeah. he was your go-to guy. <laughs> he was. Because he also did Chuck Berry. No, I no, no, no. Um, What's his name? Um, ah. no, wasn't Chuck Berry. It was the other It was another guy. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I don't know who you're talking about. Is it hot, getting the hot tub. Too hot. <laughs> that guy. Uh, yeah, I'm drawing a blank on him. Uh, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm checking. Um... We'll, we'll, go we'll figure. It. Yeah, go ahead. But uh, so Marshall, Thurgood—it's based on Thurgood, Thurgood Marshall. Yeah. Um, God, I didn't know anything about Thurgood Marshall to be honest with you. My history on him was not good, and it was so good. He was so good in it. I'm not a huge Josh Gad fan either. I just don't like the guy very much, but he was good in it as well, and yeah. I could not highly recommend it. I don't know if Marshall was nominated for anything. Should have been. You need, it's one of those I'm going to say, yeah, you need to watch. You need to watch Marshall. Yeah. Super ja- good. James Brown. Thank you. Yes, we're just stupid. We can't remember anything. Yeah. <laughs> and then 42, obviously, is the Jackie Robinson story. Which was amazing. 
I don't know why I didn't watch that earlier, to be honest with you. It's so good. <laughs> he was so yeah. good in it. And then uh, watching, um, God, what's, why can't I think of anyone's name tonight other than being on COVID? <laughs> uh, Han Solo. Why can't I think of Han Solo's real name? Right oh, now? Harrison Ford is um, um, Branch Ricky. Yeah. yeah. He was so good. He, like, he, he was, was really great. good. And his voice that he did for it was amazing. Yeah. And it's just between Marshall and 42, if I'm going to say, which one would I recommend before one? I mm. couldn't tell you. Yeah. But he did. Chadwick Boseman was so great in both of them. Yeah. I, I, either, I couldn't pick one to say, yep, skip this one and watch this one. Right. I couldn't do it. So um, baseball groups on Facebook will always put that scene where Pee Wee Reese comes up to him and calls him his brother and plays that whole scene out. And I just watch it every single time. It's hard not to. Yeah, it's done so well, and then just I'm sure they uh, they couldn't ever portray the reality of what he had to go through. Yeah, you know what I mean. But if this was Hollywoodized, if I'll say that, just for us to get that. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't think there. As far as when we live in cancel culture, I don't think there's anything Jackie Robinson ever did that could get him canceled. Right. No, probably so not. A guy that's as pure as can be. And what he was able to overcome in that day and age, I just, it's an unbelievable story. Yeah. And he was a good player too. Yeah, it was. <laughs> he was a good player. Um, was it, do you, do you agree that he's a Hall of Fame player? Yeah, I do. Regardless of breaking the color barrier. Um, God, I'd have, I'd have to look. Um, Cause I mean, rookie of the year, that's, yeah. that's a good thing to have in your resume. And then also won a world series in 55. Yeah. What said in the movie. Um, I, I don't, my, my, Jackie Robinson history is not the, all I'll get is from this movie. I, I'm not a historian of his, you know, background. I mean, he, 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 he sounded like he was a 300 hitter. Yeah. He put, he, he, I know he put up decent numbers. Um, and he played for a good amount of time. Um, okay. pulling up baseball reference real quick. But I mean, do the fact that he was able to perform under the circumstances that he had to perform under. Yes. Right? Yes. That's what sets him apart. <laughs> I think that's why he's a Hall of Famer. I think he's a Hall of Famer, I guess. Yeah. Um, but I, just, I, it's one of those movies I was like, why did I ever not watch it sooner? Yeah. You know? uh, just so right. good. So, so, so good. He played from 47 to 56. So 11 seasons in the majors plus a season in uh, the Negro Leagues. Uh, he led mm-hmm. in stolen bases twice, uh, betting average once, on base percentage once. I'm going down to like his Hall of Fame numbers to see how he compares. So for the different things that baseball reference tracks, uh, the black ink test, he had 14. That's Black ink is where you lead the league in a specific stat. Um, th- these are all G- uh, Bill James things. Uh, he had 14 for black ink. Average Hall of Famer has 27. Uh, gray ink is when you're in the top 10 in those same categories. He had 150, and the average Hall of Famer had 144. Uh, his Hall of Fame monitor score is 106, and a likely Hall of Famer is 100. Um, the Hall of Fame standard score is 40. Average Hall of Famer is 50. And then Jaws, which is like a, a combination of different aspects of war, uh, mm-hmm. he ranks 10th among second basemen. So, but seeing the movie, they portrayed him as a first baseman. He he did move to first base later in his career, but he was primarily second base. I'm, okay. Yeah, he um played nine seasons at second base, total of uh, seven hundred forty eight games. Uh, he actually mm-hmm. played more third base than first base. 
So a little bit of shortstop, a little bit of outfield. Oh, he can play everywhere. He's pretty he's, much. He's a speedster. He can hit. It's not like he could hit for power too, you know. So he wasn't just us knocking in, you know, singles and steel bases the whole yeah. time. Yeah, career slugging of four seventy seven. Uh, pretty much double digit home runs throughout his career. There you go. The highest he there got was nineteen. That seems like a short career, though, doesn't it? It does. But I mean, by the time he broke into the majors, he was twenty eight. So he played till he was thirty seven. That makes sense then. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, there you go. And I'm sure he probably so played. That's a, no, I'm sorry. What? I, I said he probably played in the lower uh, Negro leagues too. So those stats aren't showing yeah. up on here. Yeah. No, you're right. So those are my. Uh, oh, I didn't skip one here that I watched that I would recommend. Uh, it's on Netflix. Called my. Uh, what was it called here? Hold on. Let me read it again. The Best of Enemies. Okay. It's really good. It's about segregation in the South and then combining the schools. Okay. Uh, What's his name? I always, I always mention him. It seems like in every podcast because he's just in really good movies. Uh, <laughs> he's Justin Hammer in Iron Man Two. Oh, um, the same Rockwell. And Sam Rockwell. Name? Yeah, is that his name? Okay, yeah. he's in this one and he's just phenomenal in it. He's really, really good. This guy's a good. I guess they they pegged him though as a good racist actor. <laughs> he always racist and everything. So he's like, but he always comes out on top. He, yeah. he always comes out. And go, oh no, I learned from my mistakes or something. But yeah. this is just a good movie. It's it's um. I wouldn't say that's homework, but if you've ever got around going, hey, I need something to watch, this is a good, it's good. Okay. I, I liked it a lot. It, it was informative. It's a true story. Yeah. Uh, they interviewed the real people that the, uh, him and the other lady portrayed, and I don't know, remember who the actress was that he was in with. Yeah. Uh, but just one of those really good stories. Just okay. a good story. Um, so now a lot of, I try to do a lot of um, drama, try to get away from horror so I can give you some good recommendations. Yeah. Um, so nothing really horror on my list this week. Um, I would recommend. Uh, oh, uh, I did see. I, I one of the worst things I did to have on in the background was called "In the Cut." It's got Mark Ruffalo in it. Okay, and it's complete garbage. <laughs> but the only reason I wanted to mention it is because it has a Patrice O'Neill cameo in there. And I don't ah. know if you know. Who, and Patrice O'Neill was not in a lot of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and the moment I saw him, I go, "This is your only saving grace movie." And I don't like <laughs> it at all. But at least you can put Patrice in it. Yeah. Because <laughs> I always try to. One of those comics that just died way too early, that was just hitting his stride when he died. Right. And it's just his special that he did, Elephant in the Room. I don't know if you have you ever watched Elephant No, in I the haven't room? seen that. There's homework for you. Okay. One of the best stand up specials I've ever seen. Okay. Just die laughing at that thing all the time. It's so good. It's so, so good. So I'll give you this is your homework. You never seen Marshall? Okay. No, I, I, I don't seen know it, if so. you watch Marshall. Absolutely fine time to put, uh, watch Marshall. Okay. 12 Years of Slave is really good. Yeah. I'll give you that. Um, I'd recommend skipping over Kate unless you really want to see what the hype is all about. Yeah, I um, think I'm, I'll probably catch it at some point. Yeah, I, I just wouldn't say that if you don't, you're not missing anything. How about right. that? Yeah, okay, we'll put it that way. Um, so I'd say those the Marshall and 12 Years of Slaver, you're, you're really good ones there. Um, anything else if you get around to watching it, eh, you won't be wasting your time. Yeah, um, oh, uh, Savages, you ever heard of this movie Savages? Yeah, uh, is that? <laughs> Blake it's Lively. Got a, it's got it's got the uh, uh, yeah Blake Lively's in it. It's yeah. got uh, Aaron something. What's his kick ass? I remember that he was in Aaron that. Taylor Johnson. Yep, and it's got Riggins from Friday Night Lights. Okay. <laughs> I don't know whatever his name is. The real yeah. one. That's a good one too. Okay, uh, not homework, but enjoyable. Okay, very enjoyable. I like that one a lot. So um, kind of like a blow is what it reminds me of. Okay, drug. Yeah, yeah. So I. Okay. 
haven't watched a whole lot. I've like, new shows are starting up on like Hulu and stuff, so I've been more watching like the first three episodes of I did Why the Last Man. Okay, which, which I need to get around to that. At some yeah. Point, yeah, it 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 was okay. Mm-hmm. It's straight from the comic a little too much for my liking, um, and I didn't think they did it as well as they did on Sweet Tooth when they deviated. And I will say that I got around. I finally got around to something. Yeah. I have not finished it, but I'm in the middle of it. Yeah. Letter Kenny. I'm in the Letter Kenny mode right now on uh, the background. You're you're a Letter Kenny guy, right? You're the one oh, that yeah. told me to watch I, that. I've. Um, I watched it right at the beginning of quarantine, and then two months later, I rewatched the whole show. Dude, it's so good. Yeah, <laughs> it's so the, funny. The they way they so banter. Fast, yeah. Oh my god, the dialogue is just rapid fire, man. Yes. But it's so good. And the guy that's the bigger guy—I don't know his name in the show—but he wears the overalls and he's really big. Squirrely Dan. Uh, yeah, Squirrely Dan. Exactly. He's a comic, and they actually did his. They talked about his bit yeah. in the show. Where he I, have you heard his uh, Captain Crunch uh, material? No, I haven't. He does probably a three minute, maybe three or four minute bit about Captain Crunch. Yeah, it's so funny. Yeah, just go look it up. Okay. It's hilarious. And then they talk about it in the show. It made me laugh so hard that they actually mentioned it because yeah. they, they go, "Yeah, you ever heard of this guy that talks about? I've heard of Captain Crunch, and they they, they make fun of him for people <laughs> not knowing who he is. Yeah, but he had this amazing bit that people have heard, and it's." so funny it's yeah. just really really funny so letter kenny's yeah tv show which i'm not big on tv shows anymore lately it seems like i want to get to why last man and i want to get to what we do in the shadows on hulu because that's an FX show i want to have you watched that one i haven't but i was told i should probably watch the movie first and the oh, movie's not the online movie? no i never have no okay homework all right i'm nice. gonna i'm actually Don't gonna see if i can get it from the library because it's Bump not the other two on your list yeah. And then get that one on top, dude. What All we right. do in the show is hilarious. That, it's so funny, dude. I've heard nothing but good things about it. Oh, yeah. Anyone that says something bad about it, I go, what's wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> what's wrong with you? Yeah. So um, the other show that started up was uh, Wu-Tang and American Saga season two. Oh, okay. So, yeah, well, I knew yeah, that's something you'd be into. Yeah. Sure. So <laughs> that, it's just as strong as the first season. And it's really getting where they're starting to make the music together. Okay. So, right. so my homework would be why the last man then I guess, or should I just keep going with Letter Kenny? Keep going with Letter Kenny. <laughs> I didn't say that. Yeah. <laughs> so so that's I, I got to just keep working on that. I've also been watching Titans this season, and uh-huh. it's an interesting take on the Red Hood. Okay. I'll give it that. I, I've I've liked it. Um, okay. it's really dark show though. Yeah, well, I mean, the first two seasons were the same, yeah. so I'll give you that. Yeah. I like the first season better than the second season, but the reason why I like the second season is because they had more Superboy in it, yeah. I think, if I remember correctly. So anything I can get with more Superboy, I'll, I'll watch that. Yeah, they kind of pulled back on them a little bit this season. Same with uh, Gar. But okay. it, it's more of a Nightwing season. Okay. Well, that's awesome. I'll take that yeah. for sure. So. Yeah, no, I, that's, it's definitely on the radar. I just got to get around to it, I yeah. guess. I, I'm going to assume that's far enough in where I can watch plenty in a row and I won't yeah I think it's uh eighth episode came out today so I think eight of ten okay and then uh I am behind on um what if I I, did not watch I watched the Doctor Strange one I have not watched okay two more now that have come out yeah I haven't seen the newest one the one last week was Marvel Zombies though oh nice yeah that's awesome yeah was that the one with Chadwick in it yeah okay all right so that was the one that got to you so yeah it did that's definitely on my radar since you said that one got to you so we did we watched that, and then we watched a very emotional Ted Lasso episode, and I'm like, I'm just oh, wrecked. I keep forgetting that that's out. Oh, yeah. my God. I've got to watch that, too. Because that's far enough in, I think, now at this point that I could probably almost 
I think so. It's over halfway. Oh man, Ted Lasso's so good. It is. Oh good, right? Yeah. Oh. Um and so then the the only other thing I've been watching a lot of is AEW wrestling. <laughs> Which if I had time, I'd love to get back into wrestling at all, you know? Yeah. That's a that's an investment, man. That's an investment of time. Um, if you watch the TNT shows, it's only three hours a week. Yeah. Two hours on Wednesday night, one hour on Friday night. Oh really? So I watch oh, yeah. it Thursday morning and then Monday morning. But if you yeah. go on YouTube, they have like hours and hours of dark matches. Oh really? Yeah. But they so just, is AEW just taking over WWE? Is it gonna, is it being is it the better product now? Oh, it's easily the better product. Um they just brought in CM Punk after yeah, a seven year hiatus. That. It was awesome. Um, so a lot of these guys that are being let go by the WWE, they're bringing in and they're doing them correctly, but they're also building up their own guys, like guys they found on the independent circuits, guys that are just getting started with them. Who was the guy in WWE that was kind of crazy? Like he was, um, he had like a demon mask and he did like, that was Finn Balor. Maybe because then we wasn't doing that. He was like Funhouse. With a uh, some girl that looked oh, like Harley Quinn, uh, Bray Wyatt. Okay, he just got. I thought he, he got let go. Didn't he did he? get let go, and he's. They're saying he's probably going to be showing up at the end of the month in AEW. Is he going to do the same character? Or is he going to be something different? I don't know. Because um, that character was kind of intriguing. That was the only thing that ever kept my interest in WWE at all. Because I've heard the Roman Reigns sucks. Yeah, not someone to carry it. I guess AJ Styles is your next biggest guy. I guess right. Yeah, or is that not a thing anymore? I don't even know who's a guy anymore in WWE. Who's yeah. the guy? I don't really know. I know Roman Reigns has a title. Brock Lesnar's back with a man bun. Oh, yeah, I guess that's right. Um, but I, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't even watch it. Yeah. I got to the point where I didn't even care, and I didn't watch wrestling for a while, but then I kept hearing about AEW, and mm-hmm. maybe they give a little too much time to Chris Jericho and Cody Rhodes, but mm-hmm. they but have they're, a, your, they're, they're the names that you got right. to get your audience first, and then once they get their audience, then they're good. Yeah. Start so they've started bringing in all these guys that WWE has gotten rid of, and they're they're just thriving. So, so yeah, no, maybe if I can get into it, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I'd love to get back into it at some point. It's just one of those things. It's a commitment. <laughs> it's yeah, one of those things. It's a soap opera, man. You got to keep up weekly. <laughs> it, it really is. But they've got yeah. so many good characters right now. It's worth it. Yeah, yeah. So I'll check it out. So, all right. I think that's what I got for you, man. All I don't right. think I got anything else. You got right. it. So, what's my my homework is Letter Kenny. That's it. Yeah, finish Letter Kenny. Maybe start Why the Last Man if you can. Okay, sounds so. good. One last thing. Did you did you watch the Hawkeye trailer? Yes, I did. Yes, it looks awesome. Oh, it, I, fractions run. Oh yeah. my god, it was amazing. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. I'm super excited. It, it seems like they're doing a lot of the good parts of the storyline. They're, I think they're going to do Kate Bishop well. So I'm, I'm pretty excited about this one. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, just sucks that we're going to have to wait week to week. I hate that. Yep. I hate that. Wait week to week. It almost looks like a movie though. Yeah, it does. Show. Yeah, it has that movie? It looks like they put some money into it. So it looks like, to be honest with you. Yeah. Marvel does. I guess they're all their Marvel stuff. I guess, yeah. Like, yeah. All, all right. right. All right. That's so, it. Sounds good. All right. Until next week, sir. All right. All right we'll see you. See you. All right. Bye. Thanks for listening. You can find us on our website, nerdcast.com. That's N-Y-R-D-C-A-S-T. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube by searching at Nerdcast. This week's music is the song The Liar from The Deviates. Their new album, Holding Out, is out now. Thanks to Mike from Earshot Media for supplying it for us. Everything you said you wanted 
trust because I know what it means to you.